Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. You are watching Game Time Decisions. I am Gabriel Morenci, and I'm on the grid, and so is the Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart. We're also doing podcasts. We're also joining SB Nation. We've got a lot uh, going on. It's doom and gloom, but we still rise to the occasion. We rise. What's going on, Cam? Hey, what's happening, Marencia? But we got horse. We got a couple things. We got horses and horse, I guess. That's a, <laughs> the theme of the day. A uh, couple things going. You're right. It's doom and gloom in some areas, but in today's times, we got to take the positives, buddy. Anything that we can bet on is good news. Well, I, you know what, Cam? I've known you a long time, and I'm pretty good at judging uh, your moods. And uh, I can tell you I'm not feeling it today, Cam. What's going on? <laughs> what, the virus wearing you out? When you, yeah. you, you get stuck in line at the, the grocery store? What happened, Cam? Uh, you yeah, you, a little beaten down. You know me very well, Gabe. No, it's uh, funny. I, I went to the bank, and they kept me outside, and... Uh, I had to take you care of some business. Going to the bank. What do you go to yeah. the bank so many times for? Well, I, like, every every day I speak to. All right, I'm wrong with the bank. <laughs> well, Why they don't you let go me to in. Bank now more than you did before. Yeah, well, sometimes things come in the mail, right? So uh, I got to take care of business. Then I ran into one of my old buddy's moms. I'm like, hey, how you doing? She, ah, she got all scared and freaked out and like ran away like I was going to try to rob her. She's actually got a lot of money. But anyway, uh, what are you going to do? Uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, I'm doing okay. I can't lie. But yeah, I am getting a little bit beat down running uh, around doing errands for people. Yes. You know what? Whatever is going on in the world, and there's a lot of stuff going on in the world, I'm just getting angry about the weather. Yeah, like people. I don't think people realize it's like we're so concerned with the virus. I'm like, yeah. hey guys, it's like mid-April. Why does it still stuck outside so much? <laughs> like, like, guys, if there was baseball, it'd be cold baseball going on right now. I'll tell you that much. Uh, if there was baseball. So speaking of baseball, actually, yep. you know, I don't mind some of the best of polls. You know, I get it. You know, there's some, you know, the sports movies, the, you know, some of these polls are fun, but People are out of control with their polls nowadays, man. You know, there's more polls online than, than a strip club. But without, <laughs> without being stated, CBS Sports is doing, like, every day they do each Major League Baseball franchise, like their best all-time yep. player at each position, the, the, you know, the best roster, uh, so to speak. And I saw Expos, and I, I was like, oh, and then I saw Expo slash Nationals. Uh oh. So and I was like, no, 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 no. And I was like, I, you know, they're not the same team. I right? know. We've been down this road before. They don't have the same name. They don't play in the same city. Like you know, I get it. Are the Chargers the same team? Yes, yeah, they're they the are. Chargers. Yep. They're the Chargers. <laughs> like it's not the same. <laughs> they're not the Expos. You're right. They're, they're the Nationals. I they're know. not they're the all, same. They're a whole like the Chargers team. and the Raiders. Yes, it's the same. They're the same team. They wear the same uniform. When you play in a different city and you wear a different uniform and you have a different name, you're not the same franchise. <laughs> I'd be pissed, too. No, it's true. They always try to couple. And Montreal Expo fans, they've had enough grief. Like, stop doing this to these people. Like, you know, the team's already gone. You're right. National slash Expos. Vladimir Guerrero is the greatest national uh, right fielder. He never played for you. Exactly. Exactly. He played for the Expos. He didn't put on a Nationals jersey. Absolutely correct. The good players on the Expos basically said, I'm not going to Washington. 
Like they were out. Like Orlando Cabrera, he struck gold. He went to the Red Sox and won a World Series. Yeah, he did well. He did very well. Guerrero went to the Angels, made a ton of money, made the Hall of Fame and everything. Cabrera then joined uh, Guerrero in Anaheim. Anaheim was always exposed uh, west. It always has been. No, it really, yeah. it's, it's been a thing forever, forever, forever. Going back, uh, Bill Stoneman. Yeah, even the pitcher, Mark Langston. He pitched yeah. for the Expos and the Angels. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. They've, 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 they've done trades. But Bill Stoneman was uh, the, the Expo's, like, first ace, all right? And he was longtime Expo. He was, like, the Angels general manager in the old days. Like you said, it's almost like I like to see you play that game sometimes. How many guys played for the Angels and the Expos? Oh, a hell of a lot. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It was, yeah, they, they were the Expos West. It was basically that that was the deal. So I figured we'd get into that. And, man, they had they, the Expos have had some great players over the years for a team that's number one. A World Series, and speaking of World Series, the Blue Jays have won World Series. Cam's a Blue Jay guy, so I figured, all right, we'll get Cam's all-time uh, Blue Jay team, which, a little bit harder. I gave Cam not a lot of notice for this. No. And the Expos, yeah, there's a couple of challenges. Blue Jays, it's actually like, wow, yeah, man. No, there's a lot. Like, you, you got a debate between George Bell and Ricky Henderson and Dave yeah. Winfield and Paul Molitor. Like, there's a lot of guys. The thing with the Jays, though, Cam, there's a lot of, like, epic players that played for the Jays, but you don't really think of them as Jays. I know. But they were epic players, and they won a World Series with the Jays. So, like, Dave Winfield has great memories of Toronto, besides the time he killed the bird. Yeah. Um, I'll give him a pass. He didn't mean to do it. He's just oh, very he lucky. Did. He did mean to do it. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know how the hell he did it, though. Like, what are the odds of killing the bird? No, like, he, did, oh, he, did. he wasn't like me. He did it, no. He said to someone, you think I can I hit did, it? Type yes, of thing. yes, yes. And it was so high in the air, and he did. Yeah. And he was upset about it after. Like, on a murder charge, I give him manslaughter, like bird slaughter instead of first-degree murder. <laughs> did the Toronto cops charge him? Yes, he did. He got charged, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I just can't believe Toronto, that shows you how good he is. He actually did it. And Toronto <laughs> is the one city they've always done that. Yeah. The cops in Toronto will arrest you for something that happens on a sports field. Oh, big like time. Like in Texas, you can hit someone over the head with a baseball bat. You're getting suspended, but the cops aren't getting involved. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying, Ken? Oh, I do. Like in <laughs> hockey, you can like do crazy things. It's like, yeah, it's just part of the league. You're going to get away with it. Remember, it was Dino Cicerelli. Oh, Toronto. yeah, that's he right. He hit someone over the head with a stick. The guy was wearing a helmet, even. Yeah. Whatever. But it, it, he was swinging a stick pretty he, wildly. He <laughs> was wasted, too. Like, remember the story? People don't even remember. After the game or whenever, he got annihilated. And I think the cops, like, picked him up pissing on a wall, too. It's like, hey, there's Dino. Got to go get him. Like, he, he, sorry, Dino. That's assault. <laughs> Yeah, yeah you're like, right. A lot of craziness in Toronto. Because he hit someone yeah. during an NHL game. Yeah. They're like, he hit someone over the head with a stick. Like, yeah. it wasn't like, and I remember it was near the bench area. The play wasn't even yeah. going on. Oh, so it wasn't nuts. like it was spur of the moment. It was like, no, no. Dino just lost it and started yeah. like killing people. Yes, he did. <laughs> so anyways, I thought we'd have some fun with that. Get into the, uh, the Expos all-time list, the Blue Jays. Go down memory lane, talk about some great uh, baseball players. Because I tell you what, there's going to be no baseball. These guys, yeah, May 1st. Good luck with that. Um, <laughs> it's almost comical. We're in like a- almost mid-April right now. We're going to have baseball in three weeks? 
Like, are you guys on drugs? No, it's not. No, no. There's it's a better chance. There's yes. a better chance that Melania Trump leaves Donald Trump and um, marries you. Like that. That like <laughs> if you came up. You can't believe it, Gabe. Melania Trump is a big fan of mine, and we hooked up and we're eloping. That's more realistic. Yeah, she's got expensive taste. She wouldn't be hanging around me or you for too long. She, you talk about shoes? Like, no, no. <laughs> I go to winners, baby. Right, so, so, um, so speaking of um, uh, speaking of uh, football, basketball, baseball, and everything, we'll get into that a little bit later on uh, in the show. And you know, I think we're pretty much. I'm trying to be the most responsible. We try to have fun on the show. But I try to be the most responsible, number one, not to get people's hopes up, but number two, to keep you the most informed, right? And I don't think anyone's doing a better job of this. I actually, like, pay it. I read everything. Like, I read a lot of political websites and stuff and local newspapers. That's where you get the sports stuff from, all right? Roger Goodell's not in control. Like, the governors are, the mayors are, the county medical mm -hmm. officials are, et cetera, mm -hmm. which leads us to Santa Clara, California. I'm getting, I'll tell you right now, I'm getting the gist of this, Kev. California's out. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out every story about California, whatever another state says, they just yes. had three or four months. Like, yeah. it's not happening. California like basically, you have the mayor of Los Angeles saying, no, no, sports aren't happening. You have the governor saying, yeah, I don't think so. Um, so now we go to Santa Clara, Northern California. Oh, Santa Clara, literally and figuratively, where the San Francisco 49ers play. Um, a doctor, a local doctor in Santa Clara, who is on the city council, as well as like an advisory on the board of the team. Yeah. So he's not yeah. just all oh, some local doctor. No, no, no. The guy is in government. He's on the board of directors. Yeah. Like, he knows all aspects of this. He knows the NFL angle. He knows the medical angle. And he knows the 49ers business angle. And... Another sort of thing, they, they in their conference call, they were having a meeting. You know what he said? Thanksgiving. Yeah, Thanksgiving. He said, NFL football, I think we can do this with tests, with no fans, um, starting in, in November, yeah. late November. Yeah, late it's November. Funny because I told people, somebody said, Marenzi, when do you really think things come back? I said, December. I, that's always my call. I said NBA will be back around Christmas time and it'll be touch and go. But I think that's what we're looking at. I don't think September is realistic to kick off NFL football. And listen, Cam, I'll tell you why. And we'll get into it. But people are like, oh, it's a long time away. It really isn't. May's around the corner. There's no, uh, so you have the draft. There's going to be no rookie camp. There's no offseason camp uh, with the one, all the team comes for four days. You're not opening up training camp on July 6th or no, July 10th and all this stuff. Nope. You, you know what I mean? That Hall of Fame game is not being played in August. Football, you need months to prepare. You need about two months to prepare for football. You want to cut it down? All right, a month. Um, and That's you, still tight. It's tough. It's tough. Then you're like, all right, if you're not practicing in July, how are you playing in September? Everything sort of gets pushed back. We don't know anything. I'm just telling you. Somebody on the 49ers board who is a doctor and on the city council is telling people Thanksgiving is the realistic startup time. Yeah, buddy. I, I, I even think 
and he's probably giving um, optimistic approach. Best, best case scenario. That's, 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 the, yeah, that's what I'm talking scenario. about. So, like, you know, we're talking, and let's remember, you know, uh, American Thanksgiving, that's uh, November, almost December. You said it, Christmas right around the corner. Yeah, this thing basically looks like it's going to be almost slipping into the next year, Marenzi. So, uh, we have to we have to take it with a grain of salt, but I, I'm with you. And this is a guy we still haven't got figured out a lot of things. And you brought up a point on the other show. We're not doctors. I don't want to scare anybody, but the second wave. And if you pay attention to the news and everything else, take a look at the numbers. Now you're not an idiot. Now numbers in cities are going up exponentially. They had even here like five times the amount in one day than before. Like this is the thing. All these people that have it don't know they have it for six or seven days. Now they have it. So yeah, exactly. this thing is not very simple. Everyone, oh yeah, they just throw out numbers. And I just saw, I just saw it today, Cam, that Washington, D.C. and that area, they're four to six, six weeks away. Yeah. That basically it's going to stockpile. I hate to be grim about it, but almost everyone that's going to die in New York is almost dead. <laughs> like, no. like it's 800 people a day are dying. It's insane. Like, at some point, the virus is going to take everybody and get bored. And like, all right, we're moving on to the next city. <laughs> I hate to put it in those terms, but trying to lighten the mood here. I'm like, no, but I'm just saying, let me put it this way. All right, so we're talking California. You got the mayor of the biggest city in the state saying, yeah, yeah, we're not down. You have the governor, who's doing a good job over there mitigating this, saying, I'm good friends with a big NFL star. And I told him, no, I don't think you're going back to work. Um You've got guys on the board of NFL teams telling their board members Thanksgiving is more realistic. Uh, we can go down the list. We get into uh, New Jersey, all right? Uh, I brought As far as college football, you know what I think is going to happen, Cam? I think college football is going to split up, man. It's going to be hostile, and the ACC and the Big Ten will, and the Pac-12 will be a lot more responsible than, let's say... The SEC? Yeah, oh, the SEC will... Or the Sun Belt? Yeah. Like Sun Belt, Louisiana, Texas. Yeah, I agree. North Texas, they're going to be, I ain't shutting nothing down. We're starting the season. I don't care. Like, yeah. I don't care what the NCAA says. Even, We're playing Sun Belt football. Even CUSA. Right? A lot of schools in CUSA are down there too, right? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Like, it's going to become geographical where they're going to say, we don't have a massive problem. And even if we do, we don't care. We're still playing football. Screw you. Suck it. Well, yeah. it's going to happen. It's going to happen. But I'll tell you right now. Like, I was thinking about the Big Ten, Cam. Look at Detroit right now. Detroit's a war zone, bro. Oh, I know. I know. And there's going to be yeah. second and third waves there. You ain't playing Ann Arbor? No. And the governor of Michigan ain't playing around. She's like a believer in this stuff. Ann Arbor? I don't think so. How are you playing college football in Ann Arbor? You they're putting 100,000 kids in that stadium? As if. They're not even stupid enough to do it. Only Falwell is in Virginia. So that's not happening. Cam, Rutgers. I'm thinking about it. New Jersey. Yeah. Oh. New Jersey, Governor Murphy's not in a hurry to start sports up, bro. He doesn't need this. They all know. Smart people yeah. know it sucks. You got to bite the bullet. Otherwise, we're going to be screwed for years you're to right. come. You're right. In an SEC country, what is it different? How does it differ than all the other places? You look at it. Big Ten country, you have professional sports leagues. They have college football in Tuscaloosa, Auburn, Columbia, South Carolina. It is college football. Mike Gundy starting practice. Oh, I know. Mike, Mike Gundy went wild the other oh, day. He's like, I don't care about first. I'll tell you what, that won't happen. He's, he's losing his mind. No, you see the guy. We got to, we're going to go move forward. We're going to do this thing. Come on, man. It's like, okay, Gundy, like, I don't think you understand really what's happening here. I know you love football, but. 
Use your head, dude. I know, but in so many states, the governors won't stop them. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So that, that's what I'm saying. So I think you're going to sort of see the upper class conferences, like, like Duke. Like Duke was the first ones before the NCAA even canceled it. Remember Duke? They pulled out of the ACC tournament. Duke was like, we're out. We're not playing. And even if you play the NCAA tournament, we're not going. Duke was the first ones. Duke are smart. It's a smart university. Virginia is a smart, like, they're Pretty smarter smart. universities. Yep. They're not going to play around. The Michigan Wolverines won't play around. Like, the Ann Arbor, they have smart doctors there. They're going to advise against it, and they'll actually listen. And yeah, I whereas, think, whereas yeah. LSU will play in a, in a bayou full of crocs and turtles and any of that virus, you know what the hell you're talking about? We're playing oh, football. Yeah. We're yeah, playing yeah. football. Yeah. Ed's, Ed's got a chicken on his stick. Let's roll. Let's, you know what, Cam? We better start breaking down the Sun Belt futures because oh, they're going to play. You're right. <laughs> no, it's very I was going about it the other day. I'm yeah, like, divided I into people, the college football's yeah. done. Yep. And then I said, I was thinking, I'm like, you know what? Ohio State's done. Michigan's done. USC's done. They, to live. they have too much to lose. Lawsuits. They have too much money. They're too big of entities. But then I started thinking, I'm like, Troy University won't shut down. No. You know what I mean? In Alabama, Troy, North Texas are going to say, nah, we're fine. If a couple old people die. And they'll go on the news and say, for football, I'm willing to die. Play football. They'll be like, we spoke to my grandfather. He says play. <laughs> You're right. It's basically going to be Texas, Louisiana, yeah. and FBC country. Let's call yeah. it what it is. Look, the guy in Georgia still has the beaches open. You think he's going to say no to football? Great point. That's an excellent point. Man, they're going to end up playing on that island with Dana White. That's true. That island's going to get a lot of use. Hey, Dana, can you build a football field? You got room out there? Hey, yeah, well, why not? Dana's going to come out of this owning an NFL team. I made a deal. They used my island, but now I own 50% of the bills. <laughs> You're killing me, man. That's very true. He's got so many side deals going. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't even know he's going to come up with that. Yeah, I, you know, who knows? Like, you know, so, um, word is, no, it's not going to be um, not Eddie Murphy's. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Get on the grid, sports grid. I'm on the grid, and so is the Raging Redhead Cam Stewart. Don't forget, starting April the 14th, game time decision is going to be broadcasted on SB Nation Radio, the loudest station in the nation. We're going to make it the loudest station in the nation, along with Scotty Varell, who will be on from 4 to 6. Me and Cam step up and in 6 to 7 with game time decisions. No changes for those of you on the grid. They're going to pick up uh, the feed, the simulcast, and it's also going to be syndicated on uh, various uh, radio stations around the United States of America. And, um, you know, you don't have to be in America, though, guys, to uh, to listen to the podcast worldwide, Apple, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Check out Pharrell's uh, podcast. He's uh, he's kicking ass. Uh, the word on the street is from management, uh, podcast um, uh, downloads and listenership up over 20% Ooh. Uh, recently. 
people looking for content right now. You want content? We've got it here at Sports Grid. Go over to Apple, iTunes, Spotify. Just look up Morency Unfiltered. Morency Unfiltered. All right. Uh, let's get into a little NFL football talk uh, here, at least from what we have uh, with the draft coming up. And, uh, you know, you know it's draft season, Cam. There might be a pandemic going on, but it's business as usual because every coach, GM, and TV personality are suddenly becoming jackasses and ripping everybody. Yep. Uh, we're going to get to Rex Ryan in a minute. Rex, like, bro, he, he's go lost suck on your wife's foot and <laughs> yeah. shut up, bro. I agree. Like, like if I'm ESPN, I'm almost like, dude, you got to fire the go, guy. Go home for a week, okay? Like, we're not even suspending yeah. you, but go home and think about what you're doing and I what do. you're doing to your reputation. But hold on, we'll get to yeah, Rex. We will, we will. I want to bring up Mike Tannenbaum now here who I must have missed, another genius, right? Entertaining guy on TV, knowledgeable, I like him. Uh, you know, former Jack guy, um, you know, um, Dolphins. He's been around the league a little bit. He's good, not great. He's, he's okay on TV. Yet, I was very strong words, saying um, it would be irresponsible to draft Tua um, in the top 10 of this draft. Irresponsible. Now, just say, I don't think. But you're making it seem yeah. like Tua, like, sucks. And I can, but these guys, hey, we're talking about it. They're trying to make, get get a, get a headline out yep. of it, and they did. But I'm thinking to myself, who the hell are you, bro, to be bad-mouthing Tua? Not like you ever accomplish anything. I think it's irresponsible to, to, to put that type of journalism out there. Who, who, who's to say that this guy, nobody's going to trade up for him? It's interesting to me that people are coming to rip this kid when he's got a heart and he play hurt and he does so many other things. And as I said before, and I told you a million times, I don't believe any of these stories. When the Dolphins try to deflect something, oh, we don't like this kid, it means we like them. So everything that happens, all these stories, you could take it with a grain of salt. I know this guy, he's around, Gabe, but I, I, I think it's very irresponsible. And I'll tell you, I think there's teams salivating to take Tua, not only uh, in the top five, but maybe trading up into the second hole to pick him up. I think he's a franchise-type quarterback. I think he brings intangibles to the table, and I disagree with the article. Um, and I'll tell you what. These are the same people. Remember Bill Polian? Yeah. Lamar Jackson's a running back. Can't yeah, be a quarterback. Yeah, yeah. Guy's yeah, the MVP we, in the we love Lamar Jackson. Go check the tapes. Check the tapes from the shows that we did. Yeah, we're going to remember this, Lamar Jackson. what you said about Tua when Tua yeah. was the rookie of the year this year. Exactly. And he's better than Joe Burrow. Me and you doing a, a radio show, and all these GMs are ripping Lamar Jackson. We say he's going to be the steal of the draft. Oh, here's okay. another guy that agrees with him. Uh, former NFL general manager, Mike Lombardi, who, who was he GM of for like a week? <laughs> like, that guy's the yeah. worst, bro. And I, you know what? I don't want to alienate people. He yeah. comes on people's shows and stuff. But I don't care what Michael Lombardi thinks either. If he was so I. good, he wouldn't be on the NFL Network right now. He'd be working for an NFL team. All right? So same with Tannenbaum. So basically, um, uh, Tannenbaum says it would be irresponsible to take him in the top 10. His remarks are echoed by former NFL general manager Mike Lombardi. Meanwhile, you got Nick Saban, who says, uh, yeah, two is a cross between Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees. Yeah, not bad. Uh, okay. Uh, they say that Tua is brittle, and you can't deny it, that he has a history of ankle, hip, and wrist injuries. Um, never mind the fact, overwhelmingly positive medical reports. Because the kid got hurt a couple of times in college. You can't. One of the injuries was vicious, like the I second know. one. Like, what do you yeah. want from the kid? Like, 
Uh, he lit up the SEC, which is the best conference, um, like this. And I'll tell you, we talk about it, Kev. The odds makers, they don't have an advantage when it comes to the draft. I'm going to bet big money on this draft. Well, big money. I'm going to bet like $200 a bet. And I'll probably have like yeah. 10 prop bets, two, 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 three thousand $3,000. But all that they do, bro, is they listen to this crap. I know they do. Two has gone to three and a half plus oh, money yeah. right now. Yeah, let, let them talk. Let them talk. Three and a half. Jordan Love 19 and a half. Oh, I know. Everyone I know. that we talk about. Yeah. All our picks are being fated. Good luck. You know what? We're going to win. I'll tell you in the end. Let's start off with him. Fate so Tua, I wanted to take Tua second overall at plus uh, 260. Yes. Plus 300. Now it's plus 110 for three and a half. I love it. I'm telling you now, guys, there's no way in hell Tua lasts a four. I don't care what Tannenbaum says or Michael Lombardi on his podcast. You'll see. He's going to go second or third overall. Someone's going to trade up for him. I'll tell you another thing, too. Ah, you basically said it. We've mentioned guys and their numbers have gone everything opposite. People are trying to fade it. Do it. That's fine. Because I know we made our evaluations and I don't listen to anybody in their crap. You make your own evaluations. I'll tell you, I don't care about Tua. I think he goes second or third. I think Jalen Hurts could go in the fourth round. All these people are talking, 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 making up stories. You said it. They just want to influence numbers and you've seen the numbers. Take a look at Jordan Love's numbers, Gabe. You gave me the number. This thing was up early. Now, what is it, 19 and a half? So all these guys can break down things they want. It's just stories. And I know what? I'm going to not listen. I'm going to make my bets. You're going to make your bets. I'm not going to let anybody's opinion affect what we already believe. We've watched enough college to believe in our picks. And hell, sure, the numbers can change. And if they go in our favor, thank you. You know what I'm doing now, Cameron? I just did it right now. I'm putting my, I, I li literally mean it, is... I'm not looking at mock drafts anymore at all. No, no. I'm not reading this crap anymore. I'm just going to look at draft position. Yes. Let my own self think. I don't care what these people say about who's going to new guy. It's all lies. They're all wrong every year. So let's go through the three guys that have moved the odds here. And then we'll break down the players. But so you and I both said Tua, nice bet at two and a half at plus 300, yep. plus 260. You and I both agree. He's going to go second overall. They're going to, someone's going to trade up to get him. Um, and, it, you know, these guys, I read another story about an unnamed guy that said, you know what, I think Tua is better than Burrow. That's what an NFL GM was yeah. saying. He goes, I think Tua will be a better NFL quarterback than yeah. Burrow will. You don't so, hear that story. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, the other one, right? <laughs> and all it takes is one, guys, right? One GM to, to jump up. So you and I both agree. People disagree because, ooh, the mainstream media is bashing Tua suddenly. And... Dude, there's so much negative stuff around the Dolphins and Tua. It's almost a lock he's going to the Dolphins. Yeah. Oh, he had a bad interview. They didn't like his workout. Former Dolphin GM says it would be, no, it's dumb to take him. They're taking him. Yeah. <laughs> like it's one of these deals. They're going to take him or the Chargers are going to take him. Or there'll be a surprise team that jumps up out of nowhere to do it. But I, so people, mainstream media, he falls to three and a half. Jordan Love, you and I say, man, we liked it at like 11 and a half. Then it went to 13 and a half or whatever. Now it's 19 and a half. It's crazy. Now it's 19 and a half. And Jalen Hurts, for some reason, is going up. He's up to like 61 and a half. He's 62 and a half today. He was 73, 74 and a half before. I'll take the over. Thank you very much. Okay, so look. <laughs> the market is fading our opinions. Not literally. I don't think they've, you know, the world no. is sitting here saying, no. oh, Marenzi and Cam said this. Let's bet the opposite. But... Yep. Me and Cam, put it this way, 
We are on the opposite side of the mainstream shuffle here on all of these players. Oh, yeah. And like George, me and Cam's opinions are different than ESPN's opinions on, on all these players and, and the mainstream mock. I'm, I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. We will be right at least two out of these three players, Ken. I think they so, will too. be wrong at least two out of the three. We will be right more than they will be right. Oh, I agree 100%. I'll tell you another thing about Jordan Love. I, think about all the other teams that uh, that uh, need a quarterback. Like Jacksonville sitting there. Gardner Minshew, we've talked about this. They might go and say, you know what? Jordan Love is going to be our guy. Like, I don't see him waiting that long. Like, there's got to be a team that says, you know what? This guy has too much of an upside. Uh, we can't leave him on the table there. As for Jalen Hurts, this is amazing that it's going down. Good Marantz. call with Jacksonville. I, 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 can't, I can't believe. I can't believe that it's going down. I'm just saying I think Jacksonville, what are they, at 11? Dude, i got to be honest. i got to get that Hurts bet in soon. I, know I won't go all, all in because, you know, who knows what the numbers. We've been wrong about the line move. But I want to get in on this. It's wrong. He's not going that high. There's no, no. way in hell Jalen Hurts is like the second or third pick in the second round. I think it's crazy. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, I'm gonna start to go. go I'll tell th- you guys right. Yeah, yeah. No, it's crazy. You know what I mean? Like it's it's not happening. Like we we talked about. Eason's gonna go ahead of him. Eason will go under the 47 and a half. All right. So as far as love is concerned, so let's look at the teams here. All right. So, and there's always trades. Cincinnati Bengals, Burrow, Redskins probably trade to pick, um, or they take Chase Young. But I think they trade to pick. Same with the Lions. Cam thinks, and Cam's not alone, that the Lions could get to him. You know what I mean? Maybe they think, you know what? I don't think they do it. The Giants aren't going to do it. I think the Dolphins will, but I don't think the Dolphins are going to wait till five to do it. Jordan Love to the Chargers wouldn't shock me at all with the six pick, and we'll be laughing because it's 19 and a half, Cam. Yeah, I, I, to me... I think the Chargers might like Jordan Love better than Herbert. They might, and I'll tell you another thing. Like, There's just a lot of teams... When you look deeper and deeper and deeper, love at 19 and a half, even wait, Gabe, because they're thinking, oh, these teams don't even wait. He might even go to like 24 and a half or something like that. Don't think that this movement's over. It might not be. That's the thing. Because think about what we talked about, all the receivers, all the other guys that are in the draft, right? There's so many other other people. Let's look at teams, Cam, that need a quarterback, though, okay? Yep. Let's look at teams that uh, need a quarterback. I talked about doom and gloom, like some serious thunder and lightning. And yeah, what was that? Is that? I tell thing? you what. Yeah, I'll tell you what's going on. God's angry, Cam. Yeah, That's yeah. what's going on. All right. Yeah. You don't want to mess with uh, God these days. There's a lot of things going on. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, it's a good at point. At some point, we have to say, you know what? I'm starting to think that uh, somebody's pretty pissed. Like it's not just. I tell you, like, we're a tornado and an earthquake away from full-out chaos. But anyway. I know, I know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, basically, we've been pissing on the earth for, like, a long time and taking things for granted, and now, like, the time has come to, yeah, there's... Yeah, uh, exactly. There's okay, a lot of stuff so, going on. So, as far as quarterbacks are concerned here, like, just teams that could draft a quarterback. I'm not even forgetting about draft order, although we're going to read them in draft order. But, and don't forget... Teams draft up, trade up sometimes. The, the, you know, the, the draft never stays in the same order after the fact that it was before. So the Bengals aren't taking Jordan Love. The Redskins won't take Jordan Love. Um, the Detroit Lions at three aren't going to do that. Um, they would take Tua if they were going to take a quarterback. The Giants have a good young quarterback. The Miami Dolphins in the market, but I think the Dolphins are going to jump up for Tua. They're going to be in there. They're going to be in the mix. I'm telling you, so let's talk about Jordan Love. Jordan Love, he's a distinct possibility to me to the Chargers at six, 
He's a distinct possibility to me to the Jacksonville Jaguars at nine. What do you think about the Panthers? No. They got Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. But um, I'm, just, I'm just saying they might want to get a younger guy as a backup. But you're right. They won't do it that early. Um, so, as I was saying, so six to the Chargers, Jordan Love possibility. Nine to the Jaguars, Jordan Love possibility. He's not going to the Browns. He's not going to the Jets. Raiders, 12. Yeah, maybe. You know what I mean? They, they might trade Carr. They might dump him, salary this. The Gruden likes quarterbacks. I got, I got one I mean? for you. I got one for you. Keep on talking. I'll get to it. Uh, you got San Francisco 13, and then this one, not Tampa. Nope. No? Nope. Not Atlanta. 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 At 16. Atlanta 16, huh? Yep. You think Matt Ryan's going to play forever? That guy's one hit away from not having a career anymore. Atlanta needs a quarterback. And listen, I'm not, I'm not, listen, I don't agree with it, but crazy things happen. Yeah, no, uh, I'm just saying. I don't think they do it, but you know what's crazy though, guys? The Dolphins have the 18th pick as well. The Dolphins have the 18th pick. You know what I mean? Like that's another opportunity for them to take Jordan Love. They don't take a quarterback earlier. Yeah. They get fleeced. They miss out on something. And then guess who has the 19th pick? The Raiders again. Yeah, I got to tell you, man. John Gruden with two picks in the top 19, it's going to be hard for him to refuse one of these quarterbacks. No, I agree. I, I And I'm going to tell you, I'd wait, because if the Raiders don't take him at that pick, he'll probably go all the way down to, like, what, in the into the 30s, they're thinking? So you're going to get a better number. If people are not buying into love now, that number is continuing to go up. You might get 24 and a half, 25 and a half, 27 and a half. You know, you have to also look at other teams. Green Bay eventually is going to need a quarterback. Aaron Rodgers can't play forever. One of these franchises is going to yeah. grab a quarterback and go, we have to have a future quarterback here. A guy that could be a second, third stringer now who has pedigree. When our guy leaves, maybe he'll be a franchise guy. I find it very interesting that these numbers are changing, Gabe. But uh, yeah, I, I, I definitely think we should wait and pounce on it. If you look at Jalen Hurts, 62 and a half. So what, there's 32 picks in the draft. And, and per round, that's 64, going which what? means he has to be a late second rounder to, for yeah. you to lose the bet. He's not going to be. He'll be a fourth rounder. Yeah, like he's going to be a late third round, fourth rounder. He won't go in the top two picks, good rounds, guys. It's not going to happen. Like, uh, I, I sincerely, I'll be shocked. Like I said, I I'm, willing, I'm willing to put my money where my mouth is. Me too, buddy. On, on that. So we tell you guys all the time, you've got to monitor the line movement of these um of these props uh, for the NFL draft. And it's a very fluid market. It changes. It's like yeah. playing the stock market. Why does it change? It change with bogus stories, true or false. Some guy no. puts out an article, changes the number. Is it true? I don't know. You told me a guy, a, a Yankees fan was the one who uh, 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 broke the Houston yeah, yeah, Astros. What about all this other, the MMA stuff? Like every single person, like you're talking about reporters, well, nobody's breaking any stories. They're writing stuff and nothing's happening. So I'll take my chances. <laughs> you know, we'll take our chances with our own evaluations. All right. So we'll get into uh, we'll get into uh, Rex Ryan. We uh, we teased it a little bit with Rex Ryan, but listen, Rex Ryan must be I don't know his contract must be up. He's trying to get attention. Or I don't know what I don't know what Rex Ryan's deal is, but he's just it's just it's one thing to have opinions, but he just keeps insulting people, and he's really starting to piss people off for real. Like, he's pissing players off, and it's going to stick with him for a long time, like probably ever uh, now, all of this type of stuff. So we've got more NFL news. 
Oh, Chris Johnson, former uh, NFL oh. running back, allegedly might have tried to get somebody whacked. All that. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. You are watching Game Time Decisions. I am Renzi. I'm on the grid, and so is the raging redhead, Cam Stewart. So uh, we're living in a bizarre world, guys. Uh, I've been saying what a great job Adam Schefter's doing. I've defended Dana White. I think Roger Goodell's doing a great job. Excellent uh, jobs. Yeah, I like this. <laughs> we're in bizarro world uh, here. We uh, are. You know, let's just say we're in bizarro world. And to continue our bizarro world theme, I never thought I'd spend as much time talking about Rex Ryan as I have. Uh, over the last uh, week, but old Rex is at it again. So, of course, last week, Rex called Amari Cooper a turd. Yeah, he said, turd. I wouldn't sign this turd, which, in other words, he was calling him a piece of crap. Yeah. And, turd is. Yep. you know, he said, oh, he's a bust. He doesn't show up in big games. Um, you know, he, he has no heart, and he's, he's a turd. I wouldn't pay this turd. Amari Cooper never said anything, never responded after. A lot of other NFL players have. Including Stephon Gilmore, who's you know one of the better defensive backs in the league. You could say he's one of the the best. Yeah, yeah, and, he, yeah, and Gilmore said, "Shut the hell up, Rex." Like Gilmore said, "You ain't out here trying to cover the guy." And he said, "Amari Cooper has one of the best juke moves in the NFL." And he goes, "Everybody respects." And countless NFL players, man, went on Twitter for sure saying, "I look up to Amari Cooper. He's a good guy. He works hard. His workout, like he's a known extra hard worker." You know what I mean? Like the, the rep, like the just call him a turd was just way over the top. Rex sort of apologized, but then said, Well, I still yeah. think he's overrated. Oh, so fine. You oh, got through this, Rex, but everybody, like players, even like on not on his team, like a bunch of Patriot players that played against him were like, shut the hell up, man. He was tough to cover in that game because he didn't uh he didn't have a good game. That game was pouring rain. It was 13 yeah, 6. It was a See, weird game, man. Nobody had a good game. No, it was nobody. conditions. It was horrible conditions. You're right. And for Rex Ryan to come out and say this stuff about a guy, like, let's call it out for what it is. Amari Cooper saved the Dallas Cowboys. See, when before they got Amari Cooper, oh, yeah. they were doing nothing. They had little dump passes. They couldn't stretch the field. They didn't do jack. They didn't do anything. And I'll tell you something. When he came there, take a look at Dak Dak Prescott. You know what? You want to talk about continuity? Dak Prescott changed as a quarterback when Amari Cooper got there, and they became a deep threat. So Rex Ryan doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. He totally changed Dallas's offense for the better. Um, it, it's it's unbelievable. It just it doesn't it doesn't end. Um, so Rex Ryan says Tom Brady is the reason. Tom Brady was the reason for the uh, New England Patriots' success, not Bill Belichick. It's like, why do people... 
I don't even wow. like Belichick, but bro, either, it's, but it's like basically, I don't know, like an analogy even, like for Rex Ryan to be taking shots at Bill Belichick and like about coaching, like I stated, it's like a, it's like an internet troll that lives at home with his parents and like trolls people online, thinking they're a Pulitzer Prize like novelist. Yeah. Like that like, loser, like you're like that a loser at Starbucks, that like you see, yeah. that, that guy at Starbucks, you see, he says, wow, what a novel I'm putting together. No, you're like, no, that's really not a novel. You're just killing time at Starbucks waiting for your unemployment check. But, uh, uh, you know. Well, it, I could it, be a good guy. I'm not taking a guy. I don't go to Starbucks. Know, I'm, I'm using the analogy. Like, you know, poking a sleeping bear, it's probably not a good thing to do. I don't understand. And, and, right, and so he tells, he tells Howard yeah. Stern. Um, uh, Howard Stern was on with Tom Brady, actually. And a lot of people were talking about that interview. A couple of tidbits. I really don't care. Ooh, Tom Brady smoked weed before. Oh. Yeah, big deal. Who did? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Tom Brady smoked weed in college a little, in high school. Oh, Ooh. wow. Um, <laughs> I know. What earth-shattering news. <laughs> all right, so Rex Ryan says, make no mistake, Belichick is the best of all time. But let's give him somebody else. Let's give him Geno Smith and see how many Super Bowls he would have won. Like, dude, Geno like, yeah, Smith's minding his own business. Uh, Geno Smith fired back on Twitter calling his former coach a snake. My mama never liked that dude. He'd been a snake, and you all glorify it. Wow. Truth is, we won eight games after ESPN had having us winning us two, and he got his job back. Somehow caught up in a feud, and I'm a scapegoat. Same guy that drafted me. Hashtag the business. Like Rex Ryan, like you're, you're. No NFL player is ever gonna want to talk to you ever. No, no, like I you're don't insulting know. everybody. Like, like why? What's your deal, bro? You suck. You're a loser, fat ass coach, who sniffs people's feet, bro. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? The only reason you got into football is because of your daddy. Yeah, buddy. Like Rex, where did you play? What have you ever done in football? Did you even play football? You didn't even play. Now, the thing is, Kyle Turley called this. He goes, Rex yeah. ain't no coach. He's just yeah. a fan. He's a fanboy, right? Exactly. Yeah. And the thing is, I don't know if he's trying for a new contract or what, what the deal is, but he's going about it the wrong way. You said it. Once you lose the NFL brethren and they start to think, now now I, like you had a couple buddies and, and you're going out and selling people down the river and talking this, like you said it, man. This is nuts. And another thing is, if you're ESPN, you don't think there's a million other coaches that could be analysts and could do this stuff on TV? I'm with you. Like, this becomes a point now. This is not just once. You're ripping every single person. You talked about Amari Cooper, Geno yeah. Smith. So Geno Smith sucks. Amari <laughs> Cooper's the turn. So who's good guy. then to you, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, what's your deal? Why, hey, who are you? why are you being so negative? I don't get it. You don't think there's a million other retired coaches that could do that role on Sunday morning with uh, Christian Ponder's wife and the rest of those guys at sitting on the those? Other, Come at on. Least, at least the other, um, the other Ryan guy who, whatever, he gets overblown by me. A, a bit of a goofball, but yeah, you he know. He doesn't talk as much no, at least. He, no, he, he just doesn't. coaches. You know, he just yeah. does his thing, and you know what I mean? All right, so we brought up uh, Chris Johnson, former NFL running back Chris Johnson, is accused of paying a suspected gang member uh, for allegedly killing two men who shot him. And killed his friend oh, in 2015. Boy. Johnson, now 34 years old, has not been charged with a crime, but prosecutors believe that he paid a noted Florida gang member named Dominic Bolden 
to kill a suspected gunman in a March 2015, March 2015 drive-by shooting in Orlando. Uh-oh. <laughs> that was the best. In Orlando. Of course, it's always. <laughs> yeah, it's always. Nothing good happens in Orlando. Trust me, we've been there. It's like it's like crazy town, man. Yeah, cops will pick you up for going to a drive-thru. But I'll tell you something. I, I pray this is uh, not true, but... Chris Johnson gave when he was at East Carolina. Let's remember something for all you guys that are a little bit uh, younger who didn't remember. Chris Johnson, when, when he was an East Carolina Pirate, he was like the original speed of speed. Like he was like the, like he was the fastest, fastest guy. Like when he was on the open field, good luck. He had track speed. He was a great running back for many years. Chris Johnson was just lethal. Uh, I can't believe uh, I'm praying that this is a, uh, you know, wow. he's not all, but it's probably uh, bad news. This is what happens after football sometimes. I'll Gabe. be honest. Uh, me personally, I, in my own personal opinion, opinion, he's. I think there's something to the story. Yes, I agree. <laughs> I agree. I, 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 this isn't the type of thing no. that's made up. Like, no, 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 like no, it's no. like, no. and if you do the math, so basically, guys, he got shot, if you remember, a couple of years ago. Yep. So Johnson, a three-time Pro Bowler, last played in 2017, was shot in the shoulder during an Orlando shooting, but made a full recovery. The driver of a Jeep that Johnson was driving died after getting shot in the head. Police said Johnson was uncooperative uh, with investigators after the fact. Law enforcement uh, officials now believe the shooting was a gang-related attempt on Johnson. Uh, after Johnson was shot, Bolden allegedly gunned down the suspected Orlando shooters in two separate incidences in January uh, and July of 2016. In return for the alleged actions, Chris Johnson allegedly helped Bolden lead a drug trafficking organization and provided him funds and an individual who could supply him with narcotics for the drug trafficking organization. The alleged murder for hire scheme uh, boosted Bolden's rank and rep within the drug trafficking organization, ultimately make him its de facto leader. Mm. Johnson tweeted, false news. <laughs> Not fake, false. Yeah. False news. <laughs> That's false news. False news. <laughs> yeah, yeah fake there. I yeah, like fake. that. False news. False news, man. <laughs> That's Johnson, what everyone does now Johnson's today. Johnson's you know? uh, TMZ. Yeah, just tell fake news. You don't even have to, you know, to defend yourself. Yeah, false news, fake news. Yeah, false False news. <laughs> Johnson's rep tells TMZ there's no validity to any of these accusations. Well, listen, no, no one's been charged. He hasn't been charged uh, with anything. But as I stated, it sounds like, yeah, Chris Johnson. Uh, like he's not going to church like every day here. Like there, where there's smoke, there's fire. But we're not going to make any assumptions until uh, the guilty verdict. But you're right, Marenzi. It doesn't uh, doesn't smell very good. Let's just say as a, a, an odor of uh, uh, shadiness. Anyway. Put it that way. Yeah. It, and it smells good. No, no, it's a bad, bad odor. Yeah, bad, bad odor. That doesn't, 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 <laughs> that doesn't smell good. player, though, when he plays. Uh, all right, so uh, the NBA game of horse has been set, uh, Kevin. Yeah. Yes, it has. Uh, pretty fast, too. Eh? It's like it's coming up. Boom. You called this thing. The one thing I'll say about it, and I'll let you get into it, uh, I find the competitive, uh, the, the, the matchups very odd. Like, who came up with these matchups? Like, they're really out there. Like, a WNBA Hall of Famer, retired player. Like, I have to say this, and I'll get your opinion. I'm surprised more active NBA players haven't got involved in this, but... That's my only disappointment. I When I looked at it, I was like, oh, I'm cool. It's all right. Dude, I don't... You know? Like, people are like, where's LeBron? 
That was the first check. Where's LeBron? Yeah, LeBron doesn't do these things, guys. LeBron's about LeBron, all right? Like, when are you guys going to wake up and realize that? Um, <laughs> it's true. Yeah, the, it Greek freak, the Greek freak uh, said he, want, he wants to be in on this stuff. He doesn't have a basket. Greek okay. freak has not shot a basketball in a month since, literally. So he's you're not, telling, you're telling he's me. Not touch, he does not have access to okay, a, a okay. okay. I work for the NBA. Ring, ring. Okay, uh, Huffy Sports, can, can you just go down to uh, Giannis's place and just put up a basket? Seems pretty reasonable to me. Yeah, order like, from Walmart, get one of those NBA driveway ones there. <laughs> yeah, the driveway ones, you put some quicksand in, uh, you know, some, some heavy dirt in the thing, you slam it. Like, no offense, me and you, after this podcast, can go down to a store and get a basketball net. So okay, I don't so. know. You're talking no, about it, it is weird. The weird matchups, you're right. Trey Young versus Chauncey Billups. Chauncey Billups, like, I, hey, I'm happy and I'll give respect to Chauncey Billups, but why is a retired player playing Trey Young? Where's Steph Curry versus Trey Young? Would you as take Chauncey Billups as an under, like a big dog against Trey Young? Yes, I would. He could get hot and hit threes. I might be working on his game. What's Trey Young? I don't know what Trey Young's doing during COVID-19 uh, quarantine. Maybe Chauncey Billups is shooting baskets. I have no idea. It's a horse game. Anything well, can on happen. On the next show, we'll get you some odds for this stuff. You know, I think one of the chicks are going to win. I agree. I, I think, agree. I'm not saying win at all, but like Mike Conley Jr., he could very easily lose to Tamika Catchings. And Chris Paul versus Allie Quigley, same thing. Like these chicks can shoot, Cam. Oh, I know they can. They can drain threes, right? And that's a lot of pressure on a guy, too. Oh, he's going up against the right here, right? It. He's going to overthink it, and uh, bad things are going to happen. I, you know everybody's going to be pulling against Chris Paul. Poor guy. Everyone's going to be, oh, I hope Paul loses. Got to hand it to him for going in there. It's kind of like a heel in wrestling that knows yeah. you're, no one likes you, but you're still going to do it anyway. Like, you're right. Like, where are the other guys? Like, I got to be honest with yeah, you. At least Chris Paul's a star <laughs> and he's doing it. And everyone says he's a jerk. Well, where's yeah. everyone else? He's doing it. Exactly. I'm going to take the approach. Congratulations, Chris Paul. Everyone wants to rip you. Oh, let's talk about Chris Paul's positive positives this year. Oklahoma City playing great. This team, one of the biggest surprises in the league. Hey, Chris Paul, do you want to move from Oklahoma City? No, I'm actually kind of happy uh, with this core that we have. We're overachieving. Hey, does anybody else want to play horse? Nah, too busy. I'm LeBron. I'm a star of the league. Giannis doesn't even have a, a, a call to anybody else, but this guy's stepping up and wants to play. So you know what? We'll give Chris Paul a little bit of love on the show for showing up. And the thing is, you know, I, will, I will too. And you know, a funny thing though is people are like, you know, Chris Paul is going to rat someone out for stepping on the line, the three-point line. Hey, I saw your foot on the line, right? Like, you don't want to play that? I, I love Chris Paul for that. People are like, oh, you know, he snitched. Dude, it was genius. It was genius. If you're going to win the game, it's smart. Yeah. With Chris Paul, basically, there was a couple of seconds left in the game. He looked over, and somebody's jersey wasn't tucked in. And it's a technical foul. Unbelievable. That even that. He looked over, and he said to the ref, yo, he said, that's he keeps taking his jersey out of his uh that you can't do that the ref even said chris like f off like and he said those are the rules the rules the rules <laughs> and he was right and people after were like oh what a snitch bitch he won them the game and you know what's crazy if you remember <laughs> they came back from like 18 points down and they won in overtime because of it it was like a crazy like sequence
Yeah, I'm not sure what I think we might have been on the wrong side in that game, too, I think. But uh, anyway, hey, the guy's using his brain and uh, he's getting it done. And for all the people that say, you know, he's a dick or a prick or whatever. Well, I just I want to get I want to get it right here. I want to I, I want to get it right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here. So it's one of the craziest. Dude, I've been watching NBA my entire life. I've never seen anything like this before. Yeah, it was against the T-Wolves. That was it. The T-Wolves, the Thunder were down by two against the T-Wolves with 1.1 seconds remaining in the fourth quarter. Staring down a loss that would have put his team further down uh, to 500 mark. Chris Paul did what any great uh, point guard slash State Farm promoter would do. Snitch. <laughs> <laughs> when Carl Anthony Towns is about to shoot a potentially game-clinching free throw, Paul pointed out to the official that Jordan Bell's jersey was not tucked in. That's a delay of game. He yelled, that's a delay of game. He was right. Section two of the NBA rulebook technical foul chapter states a delay of game shall be called for a player entering the game when beckoned uh, by an official with his shirt untucked. Wow. Like, people call I him snitch. I call him smart. He knows you know what it is? It's like a golfer, too, when you have yeah. the rule book and use it to your advantage. Oh, you're right. Chris Paul smart. would be that guy taking a drop yeah. and saying, read yeah. the rules, shut yeah. up. Hey, yeah. hey, Patrick Reed, I saw what you're doing over there, and uh, don't think I didn't see it. Oh, if he was, <laughs> if he was a golfer, oh, Paul would be all over. Paul oh, would be you. in Reed's face. You can't do that. Yeah, yeah. Against, like, like, they'd have, like, a scrap at the end of the, at the 19th hole. Like, Reed, Reed would pick out a club. Referee Scott Foster blew the whistle, and since it was Minnesota's second delay in the game, uh -oh. called a technical foul. Oklahoma City's Danilo Gennaroli then made a resulting free throw to cut the lead to one point. After Towns made his, Stephen Adams tossed a full-court pass to Dennis Schroeder, who made a layup to force overtime. Minnesota then fell apart. Thunder ended up winning the game, 139-127. That was a legend, legendary moment in NBA yeah, history. covered in overtime, too. So it looked like the dog yeah. went out. Everybody If you remember what a couple of weeks it was for the T-Wolves. I know. They had that happen to them. They lost the game because, and then Towns missed a stupid free throw after, too. <laughs> or he missed one earlier in the game uh, that would have won the game. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build and optimize lineups for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com.